Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. I'm over here dancing to our intro music. We got a catchy little tune. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's to make a joyful noise, but I don't know how much my noise is joyful to y'all, so I didn't make the noise. I just danced. Hallelujah. <laughs> Everyone say it with me. Praise God. We are glad you joined with us. <laughs> Nicole needs prayer. Thank y'all for joining I with do us need and being in agreement. I do need prayer. <laughs> it is our last episode of 2016. Yeah, how weird is season, that? Season one coming to an end. It's a wrap. <laughs> Almost in 30 minutes, it'll be that. But you can connect with us anytime. You can see all first season um, on ConnectionShow.org. That was an awesome transition. It sure was. <laughs> it was awesome. That was really good. <laughs> and we're going to move it, it on. Kind of like a helicopter landing. We went from being really funny and silly <laughs> to really serious. That was really funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Keep us grounded. I appreciate Level that. Level-headed. <laughs> I need that. You do need that. <laughs> I knew I'd have your agreement. So, amen. Well, we just welcome you uh, to The Connection Show, the final episode of season one. It has Woo! been a great year. It's really I been I want fun. confetti. We should have brought confetti poppers. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Happy New Year. <laughs> what were we thinking or not thinking? I don't yet? know. Not confetti poppers. Not apparently. confetti poppers. <laughs> we, uh, this uh, episode, uh, we wanted to discuss moving into the new year, how to enter into the new year properly, and uh, how you can win uh, in the new year, winning in the new year. And uh, I believe that what we're going to do in this episode is just let the Holy Spirit really uh, give us some words for you as you're moving into this new year. Uh, some things to latch on to with your faith, mm -hmm. uh, to get an expectation on, and watch God bring these things to pass in the new year. And um, you were just reading a few, so uh, you may be watching this, it might not be the same time that this episode came out, maybe you're watching it several years from now, but uh, we're getting ready to go into 2017. Right. And you were just reading on 2017, you were looking at the number yeah. 17 and what it meant. Yeah. And um, just briefly, what did, what did you find? Well, I looked up, you know, what does the number 17 mean in the Bible? Um, and it was really cool. It was saying the number 17 in the Bible symbolizes overcoming the enemy and complete victory. Glory to God. And it goes on and talks about you know, different things in the Bible where on the 17th day, um, God overcame different things. And yeah. just, you know, as I was just reading that and just meditating on it, um, you know, the sense I got was, you know, basically, as you keep your eyes on me. Yeah. You know, as we follow our, our king into battle, we will have the victory. He's yes. already won the victory for us. Yes. You know, we don't have to fight it. The victory is ours, but we yeah. just have to receive it from our King. Yeah. You yeah. know, so this year, just take hold of that. My enemy is overcome. Yeah, he's defeated. It's not he's going to be. He is overcome. Yes. And I am 
victorious. Amen. I have complete Amen. victory you in Christ. You are victorious in yes. Jesus. And Amen. You just, you just get up in the mornings and you look at yourself. This is an overcoming yes. day. I am victorious in Christ. And you tell yourself that. Not, you know, not to pump yourself up like somebody going into a football game going, yeah, I can do it. But someone that's going, no, this is who I am. Yes, this yes. is the facts. The world will tell you all kinds of lies. But God says you have overcome yes. the world through me. Yes, yeah. And that, you know, you said keeping your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. The first thing that comes to me is how do you keep your eyes on Jesus? Well, you got to know who he is. That's and right. so you get into the word and you keep your eyes there. And what you'll find, like in the verse that we use all the time, 2 Corinthians 2, 14, yes. you will find that it says, but thanks be unto God who always, 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 always leads us in triumph yes. in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him, mm -hmm. the sweet aroma, knowledge of Him is a sweet aroma, yes. the knowledge of Him in every place. That's right. So going into this new year, going into this, and you want to take the triumph that God has already proclaimed to you to keep your eyes on Christ is to see those types of verses and to say, this is who I am. It doesn't mean that you won't have persecution. It means that I can go into persecution already knowing mm -hmm. I'm coming out the other side victorious. That's right. He always leads us to triumph in Christ. So I don't have to be concerned about persecution. I'll go through it, but I'll go through it. You know, yeah. I'm not, it's not stopping me. It's not going to hang up. You should say that for yourself. So uh, can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. God's good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, God is so good. Yeah. And um, one of the things in at the church at Boomerang in 2016, our theme for the year, uh, I never really thought that we would have themes each year at the church. But then somewhere along the line, the Lord started giving me a theme for each year. Yeah. Uh, the year before that was uh, be, the be the light, that we were to be the light that God had called us to be. Arise, shine, for your uh, light has come. Mm -hmm. And uh, the glory, uh, let the world see the glory of your rising. That's in Isaiah 60. And um, so for 2016, the theme was there's yeah. hope. There is hope. No matter what you're seeing, no matter what you're facing, there's hope. And uh, so I started praying about 2017, and the Lord said, there's hope. <laughs> and he said, you're supposed to carry that theme right Amen. into, because I believe what he told me was that in 2017, hope is going to become a very precious and valuable commodity. In other words, it will be something that people are looking for, that people yeah. will need, and his family, the family of God, needs to carry the hope of God mm -hmm. into that year. People are going to need hope, and we're to be carriers of that. Uh, one of the things that's so very important to me is uh, over, I think it's in Peter, uh, maybe Second Peter, or First uh, Peter 2.15, somewhere, I think it's around in there, uh, and it could be Thessalonians. It's at the end of the New Testament uh, somewhere. One of those books. Yeah, it might have been the beginning. Anyway, there's a verse that <laughs> says, there's a verse that says this. Well, Don helps us out on the video. Don, would you please find that verse and put it up on the screen <laughs> right there? Amen. And uh, anyway, the verse says this, that we are not to be a people that is that are without hope. Mm -hmm. And then it says that we are to be ready 
We're to be ready to give an account for the hope that is within us. Yeah. So in other words, when we become carriers of the hope of God, the, the positive hope of God, not luck, not wish, which is a lot of times how we use the word hope. It's wishing, uh, it's luck. That's not what biblical hope is. But biblical hope is a joyful, confident expectation. So if we don't have joy, we're not in hope. If we don't have confidence, we're not in hope. If we don't have expectation, expectation on the promises and the character and nature of God, if we're not expecting this, then we're not in hope. But when we take that hope of God, then all of a sudden that hope preaches to the world and people look at it and say, why do you have hope? Yeah. And now that opens up the door and we need to be able to give a reason, to give an account for that hope that is within us. And uh, is there a hope you know, for us, really? Or is all lost? You know, It's a good question. Is, is there a reason to hope? I know we just came through an election cycle, and is there a reason to hope, or is all hope lost? Well, what does the Word say about that? Let's go to the Word in uh, Romans uh, chapter 15. In Romans chapter 15, in verse 13, it says, Now, so this is not something that we're waiting on, now... May the God of hope yeah. fill you with all joy and peace in believing. In other words, this hope of God, God who is hope, what He wants to do, the will of Him, the will of your loving Father is to get hope to you. And that hope is going to bring about all joy and all peace so that you will abound in hope, in joyful, confident expectation, you will abound in joy. You will abound in confidence. Mm -hmm. You will abound in expectation Amen. by the power of the Holy Spirit. So in 2017, moving into this new year and winning, make up your mind that God is a God of hope and as long as God lives and He will live forever, there, there is, is hope. Yeah. And as long as there is hope, then by faith I can grab a hold of it. Hope in the character and the nature of God. Hope in His promises. I can grab a hold of yeah. those promises. I can get joyful because those promises are yes and amen in Him. Amen. Those promises give me a confidence. I will not be destroyed. I am going to victory in Jesus' name. I will win in this new year. I'm going to triumph this yes. year as I take Jesus, the God of hope. And in 1 Timothy 1.1, I think it says Christ, who is our hope. He's yeah. our hope. It's who God is. As long as God is God, there's hope for you. Right. And by faith, we can grab a hold of it and we can take a hold of it and we can walk into the new year not questioning whether mm -hmm. or not it's going to be good. Knowing, knowing. it's going yeah. to be victorious. Knowing that we're going to win by the hope of God. Yeah. Amen. Well, and I'm just, you know, for those of you that are sitting there going, well, I just, I don't know that I know that. You know, I encourage you. Yes. Get in the Word. Get to know God for yes. the loving Father that He is. You know, I think about like when, you know, when Brian and I met, um, I thought he was nice to look at and everything, and I, I liked him, but I couldn't say that I knew the kind of man that he was. Right. 
But as I got to know him, I can tell you the kind of man he is. I can tell you how he'll answer questions. I can tell you what he likes to eat, you know, what he likes to do. Because I've come to know him inside and out. Right. So that's how I know that I know. Well, it's the same thing with God. You know, if you don't know that you have hope, then get to know get to know your father. Yes. You know, so get in the word. Um, you know, five minutes a day. Don't go don't take a day without opening your Bible, even just five minutes a day. Or if you've got a YouTube app, it'll read to you while you you know, get dressed or fix your hair, or do your makeup. Have the Word constantly yes. going in you because as the Word goes in, that life goes in, that hope goes in, that love goes in. And before you know it, you know our Diddy inside yeah. and out. You know how he would answer a question. So when the world comes at you with despair, you can answer it with hope because you know what your Father says. You know what the Word says. Yes, yeah. It, this can be, you know, you may have never experienced a year like this before, but this can be, uh, the, the last year can be the worst year of the rest of your life. Yes. And this year will be the best. And every year after that will get better and better because God is always causing us to triumph. He's always, uh, God has a heart of increase. Yes. Uh, we are to be like Christ. And it said uh, in Luke chapter 2, we've been talking about verse 52, I believe it is, says that Jesus was kept he kept on mm -hmm. increasing yes. in wisdom and maturity and stature and maturity is the same in that uh, verse. In wisdom and maturity and favor with God and men. And what I saw on that when I, I got it a couple of years ago was uh, the Lord wants us to increase. Yes. And that means that this year should be better than last year. And next year should be better than that. There's a verse, I think it's in Psalms, that says every step is brighter and brighter Amen. in God. Every step should get brighter. brighter. Yes. This is the plan of God. And that's what He has for you for this year. So grab a hold of that in hope, yes. in expectation. Grab a hold of that in faith and start making it yours. In Isaiah 60, I just I felt uh, led to go ahead and read this. It says this, Arise, He's talking to you now, Arise, shine, for your light has Amen. come. You're not waiting on your light to come. Jesus has come to your life. If, if you have not accepted him before, you can have the light of God Almighty right now in you by accepting Christ as your Savior. And just, just pray this with me. Amen. Even if you have before, renew that intimacy. Renew that fellowship with God the Father right now. And just say, just say Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord. As my Savior, He is the director of my life. He makes the choices. I let Him choose and I simply become a living sacrifice, obedient to the choices that Jesus makes for me, for who He is, who He shows me His ways and His principles in His Word. He's making the choices. I'm being obedient to it. He is my Lord and I believe that He died for me. I believe that He took my sins upon Him, washed me clean, died for me, and I believe, Father, that God brought Him back to life from the grave. And when He brought Him back to life and rose Him up and seated Him in heavenly places, He seated me in those heavenly places now. And right now, Father, I receive by faith that Jesus is my light 
and I'm not waiting on my light to come anymore. I have the light. My That's light right. has come, and I receive and will shine like He shines. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. This will be a year in 2017 for you to shine like you never have before. When the world, in all of its darkness, and, and it'll say, in deep darkness here in just a second, it's looking for a light. Let Him shine through you. Yes. So, Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you. Yeah. Amen. That's a promise. You can look at that and say, hey, look, there may be deep darkness right now in the world, but right when that darkness is the deepest, the Lord will rise upon Amen. me. The Lord will make that, grab a hold of that by faith. And His, His glory will appear upon you. His glory will appear upon you. In other words, He wants to take His glory and put it on you. Well, that, this is what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people sit back and say, well, if he wants to do it, he'll just make it happen. Mm -hmm. No, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Not even our sitting here. Even our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So by faith, I have to believe yeah. and reach out and grab a hold of that glory that he's promised and say, I will make that mine by faith. And so believe God. Grab a hold of that. Glory is coming right now on you. It says, nations Praise will come God. to your yeah. light. I believe that word, I'm not positive, uh, but I believe that word says people groups. It's all people groups will come to your light. God says it's not just my light. He gives you ownership yes. of it. It's your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. He doesn't just say it's my rising. He gives you ownership of the rising as well. The brightness of your rising. God has some good plans for you. Now, this, these things that we're talking about, they're not just going to happen without our participation. Right. God wants us to be partners with Him. So take this into the new year. In winning in the new year, mm -hmm. take this in. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 9. And in verse 10, 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 10. And I want you to, this is talking about doing some physical things like planting seed. This, mm -hmm. this is the passage where it talks about seed to the sower. But I, here's what I want you to understand. He's talking about actions that we take. And in, in God, in Christ, was everything that we need. In Romans chapter 8, uh, it says, I believe it's verse 32, it says, How? He's asking the question, how in the world, how will God who gave us Jesus not, how will he not freely yeah. give us all things? Uh, then in, um, I believe it is First Peter, it, it says that he will give us everything. He has already granted to us everything right. pertaining to, to life, 
and holiness. Yeah. Well, that's everything. That's right. Then in Ephesians, it says you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Uh, Jesus says, all things I have are yours, and God has given me all things. So these are scriptures that show that in Christ, you have everything. We have everything. But just because we have everything doesn't mean that we see everything. Mm -hmm. Now this is huge. And right here I want you to notice something. What makes everything available to us is our righteousness. Right. It's the gift of righteousness. And in uh, a few chapters before this in chapter 5 it says that when we are in Christ we were made the righteousness of God in Christ. This is not our righteousness. We were made right according to God's standards right. through Jesus. Amen. So we received the gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness gave us everything. It's like having a bank card that has unlimited amount of provision on yeah. it. That's what it, the gift of righteousness affords us. However, there's also several verses that say all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. And in those verses you start to see that even though I have all things, doesn't mean I should do all things. That's right. Doesn't mean I should do whatever I want. There's a verse that talks about grace, and grace will lead you to holiness, not lead you to uh, a freedom to do sin or whatever you want. It leads us to holiness. So we start to see these verses that say, you have everything, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you will walk in everything. Mm -hmm. So this verse here says this, He's talking about things that we, physical actions that we take, a mindset, a mindset that we live in, a heart uh, condition where we say, this is the condition of my heart to be a giver, to be a sower. Uh, but it, let me just put it this way. He's talking about a heart condition to actually do something, to physically uh, perform some actions. And then he says this, these actions that you perform... Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food. So he's talking about what we do in the physical world, not just what's done in the spiritual. Will supply and multiply your seed for sowing. And so what he's saying is your actions that you take in this physical world will bring about the supernatural yeah. provision. All right. Now that includes uh, finances and prosperity, but it also includes healing. It mm -hmm. includes so many different spiritual areas. But look at the next words. He's saying that there's things that we can do, and it says, and increase the harvest of our righteousness. Mm -hmm. In other words, there's a fruit. Mm -hmm. We have all things in righteousness, but there's a fruit where we can harvest more fruit based on the things that we do. Yeah. We can harvest more fruit. So in this new year, you can have a good year or you can have a not so good year, even though God provided you a good year based off of what you do. You were talking earlier about moving into those promises and, and getting to know God. Like, we got to know each other after we started dating and then after we were married we began to know each other better and better and now we, we think very much the same in a lot of different areas. Well, we need to get to know Jesus. This is what I believe is going to be a key for us in this new year so that we can produce the light that God wants us to produce so that we can operate in the hope that preaches to the world mm -hmm. so that we know what God wants and we can increase the harvest 
the fruit of what he's given us in our righteousness, I think this year is going to be this. It's going to be a year of intimacy with God. Amen. It's going to be a year where we walk in, uh, we get into the word and we get to know him more. Yeah. It's going to be a year where we pray, mm -hmm. where we pray, pray, pray. It's going to be a year where we worship the Lord, where we turn on the worship music loud at our house and let our worship fly. Uh, it's going to be a year of fasting where God's going to call you into fasting. And I'm not just talking about fasting sugar. I'm talking about fasting everything except water. I mean fasting uh, all solid food. I'm talking about fasting. Now he may say turn off uh, Facebook. I know for me over this next year one of the things the Lord has told me to do and you'll probably see this is he's told me that I am to fast uh, from all media uh, that is not the word or preaching or a book that talks about God that he specifically told me. So I'm not going to be, I'll, I'll put posts out there, but I'm not going to be scrolling through Facebook. I'm not going to be reading that stuff for a whole year. Uh, that's what he's told me to do. Why? Because he wants to increase intimacy. Now, just because he told me that doesn't mean he's telling you that, but he could. He could, he could bring that up. And if he, if he pricks your heart and says, hey, I want you to do that too, that means he's got some great stuff that Amen. he wants to take you to, yeah. some awesome levels. So this is going to be a year to move into intimacy with God so that in his presence mm -hmm. you get some of his glory that now will become your glory. Yeah. You take on some of his light that now will become your light, that it will shine in this. It's going to be a year of some fasting and some extended fasting. I'm not talking about just fasting one day. I'm talking about a week and two weeks and three weeks and maybe even longer. You know, don't rebuke me. <laughs> that, 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 I believe that really was the Holy Spirit that told me to say that. And uh, God's going to call you into that. Yeah. Listen for his voice to call you into those times of intimacy with him in this year Amen. because he's taking you to the places of winning yeah. with him. Amen. Amen. We got just a couple of minutes left. Do you have anything else to Well, I'm just that word intimacy is just it's such a blessing to me. I and mean, I think about, you know, when we were dating, you know, you've got that young puppy love and you don't want to do anything but be together. Yes. And that's how we truly got to know each other was just we spent every available minute with each other. If it wasn't school or it wasn't work, we were together. Yes. You know, and then there were times that we were together during work or school. You yes. know, we'd sneak to try to be together because we just longed to be with each other. We longed yes. to have that time together. And yes. out of that time is where we developed that intimacy. And I think, you know, my goodness, how differently would 2017 end if we spent this year in intimacy with God? You know, yes. do your work, do your school or whatever, but then when you've got a free minute or you can make a free minute, you're spending it with God. Yes. You're turning the TV off. You're turning the radio off. You're, you know, getting off the phone or, you know, putting down a book and just spending time yes. with God. Yes. Sometimes it's literally just sitting there, not having anything. You know, even put your Bible beside you. Just sit and just be, be with God. Yeah. I guarantee you when we quiet ourselves, we'll start to hear from yes. Him more. Yes, absolutely. And we'll start to feel that love more. Yes. You know, so if you want that intimacy 
with God that we're talking about, you have to make time for yes. him. You know, and it's it's there. I mean, we of all people understand how life can get full. You know, we've got a ministry. We've got three kids. I've got a full-time job. But you just find the time. You yes. make the time in the car. Turn the radio off and talk to God. In the shower, just start your morning praying yes. and, you know, talking to him and praising him. Don't just ask, ask, ask. But just praise him yeah. for the goodness that Amen. he is. And you just, you have that intimacy. You look for every free minute yes. to be with him the way you did when you dated, you know, yes. your spouse or if you're single, you know, the, day, the way you would when you date somebody. It's in that intimacy that you're going to see the power and the glory yes. and the light of God that will take you to the triumphant and winning places in this new year. And I just want to say this, if you have never fasted some long periods of time and you've got questions about it, um, we have done some extensive fasting and there's some things that you should know. Feel free to go to connectionshow.org, yeah. send us a note, and I'll be happy to talk to you, tell you what to be knowledgeable about and how to do it, how to enter into it, how to come out of it. Mm -hmm. Be happy to talk to you about yeah. that. Uh, because God's calling some of you. Or even just, hey, that media fast you were talking about, tell me more about that. What are you going to be doing? And we'll be happy to uh, discuss that with you, help you, and we just support you. Lord, I just ask for blessings yes. to be on every person. Let this be a year of winning in the new thank year. You, in Jesus' name, thank you for joining us, and have a great week. Have a great year. Yeah. <laughs> have a great year. <laughs> Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.